When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. We've got our talk some WSL right now, and it's time for our Thursday McCafe Coffee catch-up because the World Surf League has just completed its latest championship tour event at last night in the Western Australia. Local young gun Jack Robinson knocking off the great John John Florence in the final of the Men's Margaret River Pro event to become the first Aussie since 89 to win the famous event. Jack Robinson wins at home and is the champ of the Margaret River Pro. What a moment for the young Australian. He's done it on home soil. He's been the best. He gets the win. Jack Robinson is the champion. While Jack Robinson and women's winner Isabella Nichols will be more than stoked with the efforts, there were three words which hung over the event in a brutal way. Mid-season cut. This year, the WSL has implemented a mid-season cut where only a portion of the championship tour competitors progress to the second half of the season. The rest heading back to qualifying series. It's all up and going over there in the WSL. We've got the one and only Ricardo Christie, who has been there, done that, been a part of the WSL. He's on the line now. Morning, Rick. Yeah, brother. How you doing, man? Good, mate. I know you're busy. You're selling real estate in Mahia, so if anyone wants to buy some land over in Mahia, go to Ricardo Christie's Instagram. He's a real estate agent now, but he's also a <laughs> surfer, mate. It's all going on. What's happening? Yeah. Do, do you like the mid-season <laughs> cut, or, or you're not a fan? Uh, nah, I'm not a fan, bro. I, I reckon it's a, it's a dumb idea. It, um... It actually came in. It came in just before I qualified for the first time, um, and there was. A, I don't know. I don't know if you've seen it. A, a lot of surfers have. Bobby Martinez did a. He he won a heat, smashed a heat, and then he um pretty he dissed the whole idea, and then got banned from the tour. It's a pretty infamous um, little video clip from Bobby Martinez, who was one of the best surfers in the world at that point. And he um, basically quit because because of it, and he would have made the cut. But um, yeah, it's just unfair, mate. Like everyone grinds along and tries to get on tour, and and mm. when you finally qualify, you got to get used to all the new venues and all the new waves. So it's an unfair advantage for all the all the veterans to just stay on tour. So so what yeah, what's the reasoning behind it, Rick? <laughs> What's the, what's the, uh, it's a good rant, and I'm the same as you. I, I don't know why they're doing it, but there's a reason why the WSL have, have gone down this path. Do, do, can you give us an understanding of why you think they're doing it? Yeah, I think they're just looking for clickbait, trying to get viewers more engaged, and the heartache mm. that all these guys who get who get cut um, have to go through. They, I couldn't even really 
watch the entire thing yesterday. I know I know a few guys who missed out, and um, you know they were poking the camera mm. in their face, and oh, it was just heartbreaking, eh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these guys worked yeah. so hard to get there, and then you know it's it's just yeah, it's tough. It's already pretty tough because you got to be away the whole year, and um, yeah, just mm. making it work, and then yeah, just got harder. Yeah, uh, hey Rick, really good to hear it from a, an athlete's perspective. You know, Sally Fitzgibbon coming out of the mm. water in tears, and you know um, the petition that they've they've started to sign to say that this thing doesn't work. I've been trying to make sense of it myself, um, and can only think about it being in and around media rights and more money for the sport and trying to trying to get them. Uh, I don't I don't know trying to get people interested, like you said. But my question for you is like. The mental health of these athletes that have been on it for so long, the likes of Sally Fitzgibbon, the likes of uh, Owen Wright, what what ha- had the, if you know, by talking to um, the people on the tour, what had the WSL done to put in place to make sure, you know, this this um, obviously mental position that they find themselves in wasn't going to happen because it's, it's, made, it's blowing up? Yeah, like, to be honest, I don't, I don't think there's anything that's been implemented to to help everyone um like with you know getting through this it's the reality of it is is these guys have to travel around the world to qualify for the tour and in this in this um era that we're in this covid era with it being so hard to travel to different countries and um just all those hurdles the extra costs and then yeah to to not have that security that you're on the tour because that's, you know, mm. when you get to that tour, that's where you get the prize money that actually sustains doing the whole surfing thing. When you're on the, the qualifying series, the, the paychecks barely cover any of your costs to get there. So you've got to, you know, in order to actually go to these events and try to qualify, you've got to, you've got to have a bunch of cash behind you, which um, it's getting mm. pretty rare. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm really feeling for these guys. Yeah, yeah, it's a tough, tough situation. I was just going through the, I was just going through the list of of players of surfers that have missed out. You got on right. He's obviously the big one. You look down the bottom. I think this is injury force with Gabriel Medina, who's um, was obviously three time world champion, champion last year. You got Connor Coffin. I'm looking at the girls, the women's. You got Malia Manuel, Sally Fitzgibbon. So you've got some genuine superstars. Do you think that? the WSL thought about this? Because if we're not seeing the big names in surfing, you know, the Mick Fannings and, and, and co, that they're going to lose viewership because of this? Yeah, for, for sure. Like, it's, it's set up, I, I think it's set up so those those guys can, they have mm. all the chance in the world to re-qualify because they've, they've, had, they've got all the experience. Um, yeah they've been to all these venues and they're they are the best like they should be they they probably designed it in a way that 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 mm. these guys the majority of these guys would all requalify um the thing with the thing with surfing is is it depends on who gets the wave on the day like you can have someone who you you've never heard of win a like win an event against the best surfers in the world just because they're on a run and they get the good waves and they they surf mm. to their potential, but um, yeah. yeah, it's a real hard thing to kind of to judge. But they'll be spewing that they've lost. Um, for me, like Owen Wright, 
not being at G-Land and Chopu, like that is, like he he would be, um, you know, someone you put the money on to win that event. Mm. And like, that's going to suck for, for me as a viewer. Um, mm. yeah, it's, yeah. The backfire, it's almost like it's backfired. Reckon like you hate to say it because good guys and girls that have had to kind of feel the brunt of it. But hopefully now they can kind of look at themselves and go, let the WSL and go, oh, maybe this is something we need to reconsider. Um, I'll, I'll have to talk to you about a couple of the waves. So young Jack Robinson, uh, he's obviously from there. He, he surfs the box better than anybody. Like he's a total charger, isn't he? So to see him win on yeah. those kind of open faces and actually putting some calves together and then he actually went to the air. I don't know if you saw the final last night. He actually went to the air to get some momentum. Were you pretty impressed by the actual surfing you saw of young Jack Robinson? Yeah, bro. Um, yeah, I, I love Jack surfing. He's he's been really successful in Hawaii at uh, at the mm. likes of Sunset, Sunset and Haleiwa, which are open face waves, kind of similar to to Margaret River. Um, yeah. He's got he's got a real nice style, and uh, he's he's a good kid. I actually um, I placed a bet on him with um, with a good mate of mine. It was uh, my mate was like, oh, I don't I don't think he's like he's an amazing surfer, but. When he first started the QS, we were like, oh. My mate was like, I don't know if he's going to qualify, though. I don't think he can really get it together in a heat. And I was like, nah, he's <laughs> going to get on. He's going to kill it. And, and we, we bet a thousand bucks, which is like, for <laughs> 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 a poor surfer. <laughs> yeah. I was like, nah, I'm back. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. Like, so shook on it. And it took. It took three years from that point, but when he qualified, I was just—it oh, was so good. It was a fun little game with my mate. But um, I was like, "You yeah, boy, <laughs> <laughs> you're happy, hey? You're happy, Rick, man. You, you get a little bet on the side. Love it, bro. Love it. Like, hey, quickly before we let you go, Ricardo. Um, I just read in the news that the, the woman, the women's are, are going to surf Chopu for the first time, mate. And I know you've surfed it, and it's scary you've spoken about that. But how's this good? How's this, um, you know, setting the precedence for the Women's Surfing League that they're going to get an opportunity to surf the big wave of Chopu? Oh, yeah, man. It's pretty scary. I, I just hope, I hope those girls spend some time out there and yeah. go early and make sure mm. they know what they're doing. Because it is, it is mm. dangerous. Um, feel like it's on the same along the same lines as the mid-year cut they're just trying to get some um some good stuff for viewers to watch watching girls going over the falls on <laughs> dry reef pretty scary hopefully it's not too big yeah i i reckon it's kimpy here mate i'm gonna ask, uh we're gonna just tack lift here um I'll ask you about the the the, the uh, game of surfing and and how it's just exploded in in New Zealand. You know, I've got a place out at Murawai. And I don't know if whether you've surfed up there with the boys, but um, mate, in the last yeah. ten years, the the surfing scene has gone absolutely nuts. I was up at Shippies a couple of years ago uh, as well, and the surf was pumping. And from yeah. the from the from the from the beach to the way out there at Mookies, it was cars galore. Personally, I, I want your thoughts. Personally, I think surfing is the biggest sport in New Zealand. What's what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, it, like in terms of in terms of participating, like yeah, most most people have a surfboard at their house. You know, most 
mm. most um, and there's a lot of a lot of people getting their kids into it now too. It's just for me, it's something that everyone can do. You can as long as you got a, a board and a wetsuit or whatever, some shorts, you can go out and go surf. It's all inclusive. It's good for your mental health. It's bloody fun. Mm. Addictive. It's like a drug. <laughs> It's um yeah I I could I I think it I think there's a lot there's a lot of people that surf um and yeah in comparison to to other other things mm-hmm. and they're kind of heading that way it's more that lifestyle active recreation stuff um that people are getting into I don't know mm. yeah love it I love surfing mate I enjoy watching it I'm a horrible surfer I can't even no, no surfer can hold up Big Daggy anyway so I've got no chance but I've got a couple I enjoy watching it mate no. <laughs> especially, <laughs> especially when you were surfing brother it was enjoyable to watch mate we're going to let you go Rick uh, we know you're a busy man give my love to Soph and the kids and um, appreciate your time on Baz and Izzy for breakfast mate always good cheers brothers have a good day Cheers. Awesome. Ricardo, the yes, man. Cheers, Ricardo. Mate, I saw him down in Whangamata when I, was, when I was living down there. I saw him down there one day on a surf contest and he was he was in the final. Mate, it would have been two mm. foot. It was so small. And this little set came through and he was he was running last in the heat. They were calling the scores out on the beach. And he jumped on this two foot wave, mate, and made it just honestly tore it to threads. Made it sing. Yeah. And and come out of the water as a champ, and um, that's when he had those curly locks, you know. Is you know, he yeah. just walked down and looked like he had dreadlocks, and you know, I was going, yeah, man, yeah, that fella, he's got it going on. And um, next minute, he's surfing all those all those waves on the WSL. Man, he's one of one of one of my um, my favourite blokes in surfing. He's a champ, mate. The journey he's had to go through, come from from little old Ma here. I was lucky enough. I I, I grew up with Rick, obviously Daisy's from Gizzy, and. His um his partner's Daisy's maid of honor, so I really got to um get to know um Ricardo and just seen the the work he had to put in like to mm. qualify. That's why he's so up and roars about it. To qualify the WSL, when you're just outside, you got to pay for your own accommodation, travel, you got to grind, sleep in cars, just to get on the WSL. And then when you get there, you're like, ah, oh, I'm here. But then you got to try and stay there. And back then, top twenty one, top twenty two, yep, you got a good chance. Now they're cutting it, and <laughs> even half in that. It's um, it's crazy times for the WSL, mate. Yeah, it's, it is crazy, and and look, he, he's passionate, and so many people are passionate. Boys, listen to this. This is Owen Wright after he got cut, and and Ricardo's right. This is what he was talking about. I'm certain of it because they just shoved a camera in his face. Listen to his voice. Obviously, I needed to make that heat rain, hail or shine. So pretty devoid. Yeah, like the reality is that I won't make the cut. Just it's not a thing. But um, rush it off. I know I'm surfing really well, but you know I've I got a lot of life. Um, outside of the tour and um, you know kids and wife and whatnot so whatever I do will be a family decision and um, yeah we'll kind of go through the motions and what what's next so five minutes after losing a heat which has kicked him off the tour he's been on for a better part of a decade charging the best waves in the world he's re- contemplating retirement because that's the pit he's put himself in and that's what you were talking about Kempi. yeah look it was a big shift when I when I um you know, he was sharing the story. I was like, man, this is a massive shift in, in surfing, especially global, because if you think back to the days of Tudge Burrow, Mick Fanning, um, Paco, you know, uh, Kelly, who's been there for, for donkey's years, mate, they were on the they were on the tour forever. 
No, like there was, it was harder to get off it. And overnight, what they've said to these guys is like halfway through the competition, if you're not in the top ten, you're out. And we've just seen people mm. like through the through the quarters of semis in the final, we've seen people make it to that cut um, based on that Margaret River um, pro. So, man, I've been thinking and you know, trying to get my head around it. I, it has to do with money. It, it has to do with money because you just don't get rid of Iron Rod overnight. Sally Fitzgibbon, mate, I don't know if you saw that footage. Yeah, yeah I did. Um, Sally Fitzgibbon, like the the other part of this, they they mustn't have thought about it. Sally Fitzgibbon, her major sponsors, you know what I mean? Discovery, um, like so she's got the the big the big bucks um, coming in all through all of her personal brand and her sponsors. What about Paul Sally now? She's got. She's now not on the number one branding mm. site to 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 brand well, this. You'd hope her sponsors stick by Oh, they, mate. Well, that's what that's what I mean. Where where was the thinking when this was put together? Because there should have that's been some reprieve brutal. for people like Nikki and and Sally. Yeah, it's it's interesting times. I remember I was talking to Ricardo. We've got to get off shortly, but I was talking to Ricardo when a situation. He was he was um, surfing in some races. He was uh, surfing some waves and competitions, and he was up against like. The, the face of the um, your WSL, you know, your, your Gabriel Medina, John Tello Ferrero, John John Florence, and like he was just getting pipped by like 0.4 and then getting knocked out of these World Surf Leagues. And I was thinking, man, is this pretty rigged? Is this like a, a system where they, you know, got two faces? <laughs> do they put the young Ricardo Christie through or do they put someone like John John Florence who is going to attract more viewers, more sponsors? And it's gone down that situation. Now they've done a backwards flip, and they don't really care. So it's like a, it's a, it's a weird scenario, I reckon. Uh, look, you, you're so right, Izzy. But it's like every sport, you know, the preferential treatment superstars get. We got to get off. Uh, the only other thing I'd like to say is I know what Ricardo's feeling like when he takes a thousand bucks off a mate, a full gorilla, gorilla for a handshake bet uh, flippantly. <laughs> um, uh, me and Rick we might share some tales about that. Haven't forgotten. Twenty-three minutes past eight o'clock here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato, and aioli. So we doubled it: chicken and Macca's together, and loving it. Ba da ba ba ba. Available after ten thirty a.m. for a limited time only.